welcome to episode number 10 of I Must Have Missed That. This is a special episode where none of us have seen the movie we're talking about today. We're actually going to record this little intro bit. Then we're going to go sit down and watch the movie. Tom's going to eat some stuff to make his stomach even shittier. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Anthony, but I'm going to smoke some weed before the movie. Yeah, I'm going to do that with Wes. Um, I'll be stone sober. Just bubble guts. <laughs> That's about it. Um, yeah, I'm not excited about that. For what we're about to watch, it's like, I'm not sure if I want to be completely sober or completely baked for it. I think I, I'm going with the other one because I, I think being high is the right move. I think so. Um, you don't want to give it like 10 minutes just to find out how you feel? No. Okay. Not, I, <laughs> no. I mean, like I gave 10 minutes. I thought about it 10 minutes before. And, you know. That's your 10 minute window then. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, this is going to be an experience. Anyway, the film we're watching. Uh, last week when we... I guess I should not let. I don't know when the fuck time is anymore. We've all got shit going on. Bear with on. us, folks. We've all got stuff going on, so it's gotten a little hectic. Anyway, we started talking about this in the last episode to introduce it. And I said some shit I was real sure of, in spite of the fact that I wasn't. So, yeah, Tom was correct. There is a documentary out about this. But the fucking documentary yeah. is named the tagline from the movie, which makes well, it real were, fucking confusing. That's right, because I remember. You were saying that this movie's part documentary, which it's not. No, no. Uh, I, I I was confused and misinformed. Okay. But yeah, it's it's this crazy legendary mov- movie where um, uh, Tippi Hendren's husband, who's a producer, um, he was kind of part of this. There's other producer slash wife um, duos that would often, I don't know, it was like a real thing in the 80s where these really crummy producers um, would put their wives in these crummy situations like in all these like it's like why do you want to put your wife in this movie where it's like she's being raped or whatever and being sexualized or having all these violent things happening that was like a real popular thing with the producer and their wife in the 80s this is a little different but it's still incredibly dangerous um you know like that's a little more dangerous yeah well i mean there's live untrained you're, fucking you're right what am i talking involved? about <laughs> uh, that's all just that's all that's like all, that's kind of psychologically yeah, fucked yeah, up, yeah, but yeah. this is very yeah, yeah. physically Shh, dangerous um <laughs> yeah so this movie is just kind of uh famous for having a lots of live animals on set and people getting injured crew getting injured and a lot of it being caught in the film um some but, of those injuries life-threatening yeah others not so much but still like pretty fucking bad uh i'm gonna reread the tagline i think it's, it's it's great yeah no animals were harmed in the making of this film. 70 cast and crew members were. I don't understand how that's... That's... Like, this is just, like, phases of death, kind of. like that's, It's exploitation filmmaking. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is, like, exploitation filmmaking with, with big stars. Um, of course, uh, Melanie Griffith, Tippi Hendren's daughter, is in this. She's probably, like... She's young. 20 or so. Um, but, man, this just... The, I'm guessing... The stories about the movie will be more fascinating than the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's how it's sold it. How I've ever heard about it. Yeah. The thing I also want to point out, we didn't mention last week where to get the film. It just, uh, no, I, it was I a total, total oversight. And I didn't think about it until a couple of days ago when I decided to find out where it's streaming. And it fucking isn't. So I went to buy a copy of the Blu-ray and everybody sold out. So then I started looking at DVDs and everybody sold out. Then I started looking at used copies from third-party sellers on Amazon, where I did find one in the midst of a whole bunch that were some shitty children's movie about a gorilla. Mm. Um, Funny if you got that. (laughs) Whoops! Yeah, so suffice to say, we didn't think about it beforehand. We're still going to roll with this, but it's pretty difficult to get your hands on. You might be able to find it at a local library, maybe. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I do know there is a streaming version of it. I'm sure illegally on YouTube. It's crap quality, but if you're that interested, you can go for it. It's not hard to find. Just drop some dimes and buy buy the physical copy. Well, the issue with the physical copy, the copy I found was $17. Every other one I find is like 50 or 60 Oh, it must be out of print. It's, out of, a, it's absolutely out of print. Out of print. It's hard to get. Collector's edition. Hold on to this it if you get it. This is an Olive Films release, and they're, those, are, those are pricey usually. Yeah. Um. Granted, most of the people that listen to this shit are personal friends. So, I mean, if you want to watch it that bad, I'll let you borrow it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, pause the episode right now. Borrow the movie from Wes, watch it, then come back and start watching, listening to the show again. 
Uh, the, realistically, Pat, you can join us. We'll get a fourth mic. I, I I guarantee you, one person will take me up on it. I guarantee you, Carter will be like, "Good, mail me that," and he's gonna fucking hold me to it. Ah, uh, which is fine. Can you burn a Blu-ray? I don't have a Blu-ray burner. Oh, I do. Do you? Yeah, but I'm not gonna do it anyway. <laughs> Carter, don't ask. <laughs> if he asks, I'll mail it to him. I don't give a fuck. Um, Tom, did you want to add anything to this little intro before we uh, break no- off? Not really. I'm just, I'm fucking stoked. You're like, fucking worthless today. I've been wanting to. I've been, <laughs> all right, cool. I wanted to watch it for a while. I'm glad I finally get the chance. Whatever. Uh, yeah, so I think on that note, we're going to go watch this beast and come back Good and one. talk yeah. about it. Yeah, you like you that? You planned little... it, didn't you? I didn't. That just that was straight off the top of the head. Ooh. I've been I've been listening to a, a lot of battle raps this week, so yeah. Well. You're sufficiently witty. I'm always sufficiently witty, bitch. And we're back. We're just going to get right into this because holy shit. Good Lord. That's a that's an experience. Oh, boy. Um, I hesitate to even call it a movie. It's a weird thing that was captured on camera. It's kind of uh-huh. close to what I said last week as far as it. Them having like the narrative going in and just shit hitting the fucking fan and going with it. Yeah. It, as far as I can tell. I'm... It was like an accidental documentary. Yeah. <laughs> um I my brain hasn't fully processed everything I just saw. No but between turning it off and recording this, I was telling these two that I honestly sincerely don't know where reality and fiction where that line is. Mm-mm. No, and it feels like how much script would that have been? Maybe like ten pages. Even, like I said, even the dialogue was like, "What the fuck is this real or not?" Yeah, because no, it seemed like most of what was being said was in the moment of just like, "Oh God, help me!" Right. There was. Well, I mean, even like the the com- the conversation about the relationship with Tippy. Right. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the movie, it was just when, like okay, like that felt real. Yeah. You see the family coming in on the bus, and they're like, why did you and dad split up for a bit? Yeah, that kind of thing. Oh, because we didn't like each other, and we figured if we didn't spend time together, we'd like each other again. And then then Melody kind of talking about hoeing around and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, my heart is is more so than any, like, horror thriller movie I've seen in a while. Yeah, the the man that made this movie. He's a a fuckhole of a man. Scum of the earth. Bad, bad man. And he's run. And I'm saying this. <laughs> he's a bad, bad man. He looks a lot like Sammy Hagar, but the fact is, he Sammy Hagar would approve of this guy. This guy, <laughs> they they act the same. The way he runs around, waving his arms, like to try to tame these animals. I've never seen someone give less of a fuck about literally anything. Like this is a delusional, uh, just the sense of delusion that this guy had. A narcissism. And, yeah. yeah. Oh Over the God. top narcissism, almost psychopathic. Yeah, no, totally psychopathic. Yeah, but he just this this like veneer of a, a, I don't know that he's 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 in it for all the right reasons. This movie's nuts. There's so much real on screen violence, and some of it, you know, I think was was manipulated a bit. But you you can't film some of this shit. I was saying it's it's almost surreal because you're just not supposed to see images like this. You're not supposed to see people um just walking through what's more or less a herd of lions wild lions like that this doesn't happen that's not part of nature i feel um wild animals i should say well so the point that there's multiple scenes where we're debating which one it was when the fucking cinematographer's scalp was taken off his head yeah worth mentioning um the great Jan de bont uh shot this movie um and was apparently scalped during filming of it um and still came back to finish it. And well, there's there's multiple POV shots of uh, tigers swiping straight at the camera that are yeah not uh, just a camera sitting somewhere. Yeah, I the the writer director star is I think it's hilarious production that he's, assistant or, or production designer too. Don't forget that he's uh he's framed himself obviously in this movie as the, the good guy and the hero. Yeah, and then watching it as the outsider, you're like, this is the main villain. He's put everybody in danger. He disregards everybody's safety yeah. and their possessions. He takes everything he needs and tells everyone it's going to be okay as bad shit is happening. 
constantly. He's just like, no, it's okay. Nature and humans can live together while his family's being assaulted by lions and tigers and then putting them in these crazy situations trying to get away. Like, yeah. what an awful human being. I almost hope he listens to this and just <laughs> well, he's feels dead shame. Jesus Christ. Uh, Wait, I can't contact him if I found out that someone pirated this movie? Oh, never oh, mind. <laughs> in Acton, California. In Acton, California. <laughs> the movie ends with a great credit that if we witness this movie being pirated, we should contact him. <laughs> yeah. This is just... No address, his name this is... This guy, just this pure narcissist, just like... And it's not even... He's so fascinating to me. Not even in like... Oh, because he... I don't know what it is. Just what you know he was like a talent agent maybe he was like a really bad talent agent and i don't know this movie's insane um i have a lot of weird feelings about it oh and uh never thought it'd be so funny but uh cats uh sinking boats <laughs> fucking tigers are really just funny just boat. nonchalantly sitting there they they're, they're boat on kryptonite dude and they just they slowly just sink them it's the funniest thing in the world and it's like the most humane way to sink a boat. Whereas yeah. when we get to the elephant, it oh, tears elephant that shit apart. Was pissed. He was just like, fuck this boat. Picks it up, throws it around, spears it, crushes it, kicks it <laughs> for extra measure. There's a moment in the movie where one of these, these dumb kids, this mouth breather of an actor, he's riding his motorcycle and uh, he's being chased. In front and behind, full speed by two elephants. Like, that's terrifying. Just that shot. The moment they cut to him, like, coming right up on it. Yeah, and then it comes and it goes and back. Turning around. There's another one. It's charging him. And you're just it's, like. It's feet are moving so fast. Like, oh, God. So, I mean, like, as the structure of a movie goes, being like, all right, listen, here's going to be the thing. This guy loves animals. And he's trying to get, like, a grant to study them i guess from these people that's really besides the point in the whole movie yeah um like he plotted it out as guy wants to live with animals and show that they're capable of coexisting goes to pick up his family who hasn't seen forever from the airport they come to his house before he does and they just get overrun immediately immediately by all the animals for a day and a night and also just make continual shit decision after shit yeah, decision it's, it's like a madhouse it's truly like it it just reminds me of like uh something from like a comedy just like a big expensive like a it's a mad 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 world kind of thing where it's just everything's just being destroyed and when you think it's going to stop it just gets bigger and grander and grander and it goes on longer and longer and longer and you just realize you're watching like just 40 minutes of anarchy. Just total anarchy. Yeah, it does not let up for 45 minutes. Yeah, and it's just, you watch these cats, like, just tear down. They, they destroy this entire house. They, the entire thing. They, yeah. They, they, they tear down, down the, the walls. walls. They bust down the freaking walls. And and you're right. It's, it's when you don't think it can get any worse. Like, oh, there's 20 cats inside yeah. this house. What else can happen? Because they can't escape. It zooms out and shows the fucking roof it with just 100 comical. more. Yeah, it it really does become comical because it's like these cats aren't supposed to be in a house and yeah, and then they're busting through doors like the worst slasher in a movie. It's like when you yeah. see those fucking nightmare videos online of like massive swarms of rats in the city, mm -hmm. except instead of rats, it's fucking lions and tigers. Yeah, West uh, called it a monster movie. I think that's pretty. That's yeah, this, good. this this is like a legit monster movie. Like it did the opposite intended effect on me from what he wanted to say about like humans and animals being able to coexist it's like no there needs to be a clear delineation you that's cannot... what i was saying about this movie should be watched in reverse because it it ends on a high note of once they just push through all this crazy shit and just I know it's just ignore the fact that these murderous cats are like fucking each other up fucking people up yeah. around them fucking them up it's like once you just get past all the murder and death and carnage they're beautiful beasts that you can just love and cuddle which it that should be the beginning and it should kind of devolve into this terror but anthony pointed out it might come off as kind of boring and wouldn't really pull you in that way this way it should, it takes off like a rocket ship you have to wonder though like would uh what was this guy's intention by by putting it by doing it that way though like what were you were you trying to say that like that's what i took from it 
It's so strange. And I just, I disagree on a very deep. Fundamental level. Yeah. Wow, this is a weird movie, people. Yeah, his his ending, which is so well produced and well shot of shiny, happy white people coexisting with giant wild animals. Yeah. Is at complete odds with the whole hour and 20 minutes before it. Yeah. I just, it's, yeah, his intent with the film was to show that that was possible but then like the product itself showed that it was yeah i think or he, he the... delivered the exact opposite message he was attempting to deliver <sighs> that's all I, I mean i feel like this just that's that's my rating of this movie one giant sigh i mean i have that but to, to be completely honest i absolutely loved every second of it <laughs> it did it was i was surprised i've never i've never had such a physical like reaction I, I for such a prolonged amount of time the same way like you know you know, you should like visit, um, you know, certain museums and things like that. It's an that. experience. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be bored. You're not going to be sitting there watching a boring movie. You're gonna, you're gonna have a lot to talk about. Um, a lot. And we were, we were talking, and there's a there's a feature length documentary. Um, Which caused confusion in the end of that last. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So that's <laughs> that's that 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 ends that confusion, but um. We were gonna uh, watch the, f- the feature-length documentary and get like a whole another scoop on this movie. It's not just our opinions fresh off of it, and then get back and let you guys know what's up. Yeah, so that won't be another episode. We're gonna cut right around here and then return after having watched that, and that'll probably be next week that that happens. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have much else to say about it. <laughs> God, dude, like it's 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 hard to really just contextualize because it feels like it, it's an experience of a film. Like because just... it's it wasn't made by like a filmmaker or anything like that. So it's I'm shook. Like <laughs> it's, it's this is just what you get when you when you put a certain ingredients together and like I don't know make call this a movie. You it, like and you literally can't do something like this ever again. Yeah, yeah. No. This could never. This could never happen ever again. It won't. I wonder if Tarantino was pointing to this when, uh, when all that controversy came out about Uma Thurman getting in that accident. Oh, in the car on Kill oh, Bill. Yeah. Kill Bill. You know, it still sucks. He still shouldn't have done that. <laughs> that um. Yeah. Uh, we we smoked weed before this. I I didn't, but I sort of feel like I had the same response that you guys but, did. But yeah. I I have like real bad anxiety as it is anyway, so this just like quadrupled that. So I guess if if you don't like leaning into fucking getting really high and kind of paranoid, then don't do that. Otherwise, do it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, unless you're like a freak like me who likes that kind of stuff. No, I dig it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. So that that was a it's real nice. We'll we'll be we'll be back. Control your body. Oh boy, fart in the mic though. Um, by the way, if you don't want me to do this rundown, I can just close my notes. Mostly, what this is is that I was gonna mention that since we talked about how many people got injured, I just wrote down all the injuries that we know of. No, go for it. To run I mean. Down. Yeah. Realistically, we're not reviewing the documentary. That was just added. That was just yeah, some more insight. Yeah. Right. Um, also which the- was which was funny to read some of the stuff that like I read about was in there, but with fucking pictures. Yeah. Like when they, I like how we always assume that when someone says scalp, it's like the top of the head, like from yeah. like Native American scalping people. I took the cap off the back of his but head, showing the back half of his entire skull. Wait, are we? We should let's talk about this when we record. Oh, it already is. Oh, I'm seeing a red line, so I think we were <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, just because you're just gonna put them all together, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, should we just since we cut it last time as like no nope. break, just go right into it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, we we already said what we're gonna do. We don't need to restate it because it's gonna be back to back. It'll just be us yeah. saying the same thing twice. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, then let me just run this down real quick. Uh. Of so the tagline that we that we discussed earlier was that no animals were harmed, but seventy crew were yeah um and specifically uh 
like the biggest on the list for me was Yonda Bont getting over 200 stitches for the his entire scalp being taken off the back of his head. I wouldn't say entire scalp because that sounds like what you would imagine. Like, well, okay, so it was like a flap. Yeah, it's like it's <laughs> the, it's the, the back of his head. It's not the top of it. Right. Um. But that getting clawed open, and then stitched shut, and then coming back to production. It was hard to tell from that picture too if it was like flapped open or if it was just sheared off and they picked up the piece of. I think it was. Head. I think it was just a flap. Yeah. It, the, That's because it looked like a smile on the back of his head. Um. But yeah, so Melanie Griffith got 50 stitches to her face. They thought she was going to lose her eye at one point. Um, she had to get plastic surgery. Yeah, she had to leave in order to get that done. Yeah, uh, the crazy thing is that's before she fucking blew up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she got mauled by a lion and then took off and became hella famous. Also, good good plastic surgery work because I could yeah, never I did, tell. Yeah, you would have never known. And the pictures they showed looked gnarly. Yeah. Just right across the forehead yeah that's like i was telling you guys one of the promos uh that i saw was just that picture of her face with blood running that's, oh I've i didn't seen see that. that i've seen that photo too i think it's like isn't it in the blu-ray or like i don't think i, I thought that's where i saw it as well i don't think so no but yeah, yeah if you were trying to market this movie is like look how fucked up everyone got in production speaking of marketing the movie well oh it's jesus not- christ this documentary just showed us all the different ways they attempted to market this movie and failed miserably fucking what do they call it a ferocious comedy. They tried to market that, it. That was a... the final. I think that was the final. Yeah, like you just can't figure on. it out. You just gotta like right. The, the movie bottom of the barrel try. Yeah, it was uh, the poster art in different countries made it seem like a, a jungle like creature movie or a, a wild animal like eco horror film. Um, but I feel like you you could market it as like pure exploitation with just like that black and white photo of Melanie. You Griffith. should. I think that's the better approach now. Uh, I think I think that's what it's become. Yeah, yeah looking at this yeah. Uh, the cover, Blu-ray that, cover, the, the blue the cover of the Blu-ray is like a black and white image with red bloody like font tearing through it. It says "Roar," and it's um, a picture of one of the lions, obviously roaring. Yeah, um, but I guess you know, thirty-five odd years or whatever after a movie doesn't get released, they just kind of looked at it again and. Realize what it really was, you know, not this, this, um, I don't know, something that could fit into a, a, a vacuum and be sold by a studio. I would guess that probably also has a lot to do with like, um, what would you call it? Like the cult following, kind of building it, because obviously this got released in 2015 here. Yeah. So and that's the way it's played up now. I would say they heard those rumblings and kind of leaned into it for the marketing. Yeah, totally. It's a shame that. If they did want to make money off of it when it was originally released, they should have done this exploitation style marketing. It would have been antithetical to what the director wanted the movie to be, but that would have been the only way they could have made money on it. Especially given that time. Yeah. But then again, the studios offered him five million bucks. which That's true. And that piece of shit turned it down. Yeah. Which is more than your average exploitation movie would get. Uh, get an offer for in 1981 or 1979. Yeah, I think they said the entire budget for the film of the entire production was 21 million. Yeah. So, so to be offered just... 5 million and that's it, as opposed to controlling a part of it and getting the proceeds, I think that was probably what he was thinking. But still, like, fuck, cut your losses, man. Yeah, at that point. So he just held on to it. He never saw any money from it by the time he died. Yeah. Right. So, like, I guess his kids did. I Maybe. think they. It seems to be uh, who was the one in the documentary? Was it Jerry? Uh, I don't. Recall. They're kind of. They're both in it. Well, they're both yeah. in it, but the one who was actually interviewed in the studio seemed to be the one who was probably. That's, a, that's behind the same this. guy in the Q and A that's on here. As okay, well. he's probably the one who was behind it, being like, "Let's get it out there. Let's put it out. Let's make some money off of it." Otherwise, yeah, all of your work is for nothing. Eleven years of your life down the drain. All these injuries, people it, like it, the the assistant director getting his throat. Yeah, he said he had fucking a tooth inside of his cheek, like Up to under his, his orbital socket. Yeah, I but at a certain part of me feels like there's something a little crass about all these years later trying to profit on this movie that, like you said, just completely. You, you he even says it in the documentary, like you know, um, you he put his family's life in danger. Um, I mean, you're. Uh, your stepdaughter getting her her face ripped open and um, like that didn't stop you. Your it, wife's uh, leg breaking. Your wife's l- getting her ankle severely broken and um, bitten in the back of the head. Yeah, another fifty stitches right there. Yeah. And just every other injury that 
I don't care about the injuries that happened to him, but all the other people. Uh, it just there's something a little ugly about that. Well, I like what what were you? I don't know. Well, if his intention was to make a movie, then you're gonna want to make money off of that movie. If he wanted to make a statement that people can live with cats, then I there was. I don't see there's any reason that. that it can't be both. Yeah, I mean, as rational humans, we would say that. Yeah. But that guy was anything. This is true. But That's true. fucking yeah. rational. Yeah. He was out of his mind. Let's let's talk about him for a second because uh, uh, this okay. guy in his denim running around, <laughs> he looks like he looks like Sammy Hagar. He really looks like Sammy Hagar, um, and he's probably as annoying. Um, well, he was definitely as annoying seems like in more those so. audio outtakes. Yeah, yeah, that was like Christian Bale levels of screaming he, at your fucking he, crew. He really like um, I mentioned this. I, I think I might have mentioned it uh, earlier, but um, he has that personality that just completely sold over, sold over personality to these animals. Totally diluted. His voice even sounds like Timothy Treadwell's. And when I was watching that documentary, not only did I rethink about Timothy Treadwell, he there's a there's a certain level of um, uh, who's the creator of Scientology, Elron um, Elron Hubbard. Hubbard. Like there is this certain kind of Oh, man, I should have thought about this more before I, before I said I was thinking about it while I was watching it. <laughs> but I just, yeah, there's th- uh, this um, kind of snake oil salesman quality to him. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this, uh, didn't they say it in the documentary he was like a circus huckster? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but just I, the fact that he was able to get those people to commit to something so insanely dangerous is the kind of thing that you feel like a religious cult leader could do. Mm-hmm. Um one of the things I didn't point out that uh, he mentioned in that Q&A is that a lot of the time something would happen and you would want it to kind of be a little worse than you would typically expect. Otherwise, they'd have to reshoot it and make it look worse. So you'd have oh, to get yeah. fucked up by a lion twice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, really, that take wasn't good enough? I'm, I, my fucking face is bleeding. Yeah. So there's a weird line that the actors had to kind of toe where it's like, I kind of want this thing to fuck me up a little bit, but not too bad right if that makes sense it's trying weird. to trying to get it so that when the lion launches at you you get hit by the body as opposed to the claws yeah so like like kind of find the right spot to get hit when it's coming for yeah you. there was there was fuck i keep forgetting this other thought i'm having go ahead no it was, that was no i i have another thought but i keep losing it <clears throat> yeah this another title would be uh crazy white people the movie be appropriate uh this, yeah like this is something this is just like rich Ojai County white people shit. Mm-hmm. Pouring all of your life savings into this. Like, and, and you care so much about these animals. Yeah. So out of production, three cats died, were, were killed because of this giant flood. And all the, all these animals escaped. 13 lions and tigers escaped and three were shot by the authorities. Um, I don't know. Why, why, why do you keep, keeping on with this stop it now that's time to stop the the other thing we should point out that we found out since is that 90 percent of the fucking movie was filmed in california yeah and it didn't i mean it makes sense when you find out but like it felt like they were it's just astonishing that you could they did a good job it make it seemed like no you're in the safari just the things you could get away with yeah yeah just the fact that you could get away with having 150 full-grown wild fucking large cats on your property in California oh, at that time is just fucking nuts. Well, when they were even more so when they were like when they were raised when they were living in Sherman Oaks, which is in the San Fernando Valley. Yeah, you've seen the pictures, right? Of like her and him in the kitchen with two full-grown fucking lions. Mm-hmm. Well, they showed some photos in the documentary, and it's just like them, you know, looking off into this California um, kind of mountaintop view of of, of Los Angeles. Um, yeah, and the one guy even says it, and it kind of sums it up. He's like, "Yeah, it was the '70s." And it's just like that's a that's a reasonable excuse. Actually, yeah, regulations were more lax. Also, yeah. probably because no one thought anybody would be doing this. Y- yeah. yeah, why would I have to make a law stating that you can't have a full grown lion on your property? Because no one's gonna no one's gonna do that. What are you gonna do? Like, how irresponsible to your neighbors? Like, it gets loose, and you have right. a lion running around. That had happened quite a few times. I guess the neighbors California. would frequently call the authorities on them and while they were raising these, because that's the thing I was going to say. So to start out this whole thing, they raised them from cubs, obviously, but that didn't start on 
the land where they filmed it. They started doing it inside their own home. Right, right. Um, that's what these pictures I'm pulling up. But as they were growing up, they'd start to get kind of big. People call the authorities, and they'd just slip them over the fence into their neighbor's yard while the cops were there, and then retrieve them later. Oh, my God. It got to the point where the cops were so sick hide- of it. No, wait, wait, it gets worse. The cops were so sick of it, they show up, and he finally goes, fine, you want to see a lion? And he pulls out this tiny baby cub and goes, this is a lion everyone's complaining about. <laughs> Having, like, four full-grown fucking lions in their neighbor's backyard. <laughs> and were their neighbors on board with this? Those ones were. So, the, so after that, the cops said, that's what this is all about? Fuck it, we're not coming back. I kind of feel like, as a cop, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't then go knock right. on the neighbor's right. doors to be like, yeah. hey, can we talk about this? Yeah. Like, can we, can we see? Like, do some surveillance of some sort? I don't know. Dude, 70s cops, man. I know, right? All about the money. Just L.A., just taking it easy, man. Maybe she'll invite us in. Taking apples off of carts. Um, I can't find this. There's a specific picture. It's her and him in the kitchen. Well, that's, Like, looking in the fridge or something. Yeah, it, it was, what's funny is that... A it's lot in of, this kitchen right here. A lot of these shots seem to be, like, promotional of the, like, look how well we work with these animals in our home. Would you Google it just uh... a tippy hedron lion kitchen? Like they did a Time Life <laughs> article on like our crazy Hollywood fuck life. This picture, yeah, no shit, dude. I, I'm gonna stop looking. Fuck this. I'm not no. even gonna describe what I'm looking at. Yeah, in if you it's just if you just too much. Google these photos, um, they're pretty intense, and just see this. Also, like family this one third from the right at the top looks like someone's screaming in terror. It looks like a child screaming in terror. Washing a dish with the fucking lion coming through the window. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it feels like it could have been like a a, a sitcom. Like yeah. A, yeah. It really does seem like a premise of a sitcom. I can see that. I don't, like, I understand the documentary made gave it a little rosy feel at the end of all these people being like, well, you know, it was definitely a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and you'll never be able to do that sort of thing again. So but it's like surviving 9-11. But they also only interviewed, like, what, five crew members out of, the inevitable, what, like 90 that they had yeah, total? Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to bet most of them didn't want to fucking talk about it. Yeah. yeah. I I would want I to talk about it and be like, hey, let's... Yeah, let's... I would brag about it as well. Like, I was on this shitty production. Let me tell you what actually happened here. These people had, like, a good time and they got careers in Hollywood because of it. I can't walk straight. Right. I lost it, a hand. It would have been nice <laughs> to see some uh, other points of views because even the people that were kind of... Yeah, they were all kind of fluffing it. Yeah, totally. And I'm sure they cut things that maybe came off a bit too and i've read shit that there was contention with the that african actor that they were talking about um he wasn't particularly yeah I, happy I, about any I, of it i can't imagine he was he probably had no idea what he was getting into he didn't he probably thought like oh they're making a movie set in africa and they you know i'm a local african actor great it, just give it some local flavor right right just just to not make it seem so. You can see how uncomfortable corny. he is. Yeah, yeah. In he's that just like big scene on the stairs. He does not want to fucking be there. Well, especially when they tell you it was like, what did they say, eleven takes? Oh, oh yeah, twenty-one. Twenty-one. On that take, which inevitably led to um, Noel Marshall getting dragged. God, away, that was fucking terrifying. Getting having a giant lion uh, claws or uh, sink his teeth into the back of his calf and drag him off screen. Was that shot in the final movie? I, I don't remember because it I all just ran together it, so yeah, much. I don't there know was if I saw so it. much because it could have happened, and I just would have just like just passed it off as well. I don't of, think I feel like I, you, I feel like it wasn't mm-hmm. because that would kind of fuck up the the quote unquote story, right? I don't know. There's just so much of because I don't remember him running around with a fucked up leg the rest of the movie. Well, mm. it was two mm. weeks later. Or, yeah, or but in the movie, it's one day, so his yeah, leg but, would still be fucked up the rest of the movie, and it wasn't. Oh well, you th- oh yeah, I see what you mean. Well, his yeah. hand had the bloody bandage on it the whole movie. True, but yeah, I, I think they did okay with continuity. Hmm. So I I don't think that was in the final. Yeah, may, may I could be wrong. Oh boy, um, I think... yeah, what a what a trip to put everyone you know through this sort of thing and then just not sell it. Yeah, yeah, it's the one guy said it best. He's like, it's like the most expensive home video. Yeah, movie. It's like that's kind of what it is. That's it, exactly. It, what it, it has that feeling because none of you are really actors. I mean, Melanie Griffith, uh, uh, Tippi Hendren, obviously, but I mean, she barely has any speaking roles in it. Yeah, and pretty much every person that was in that documentary, which was just a handful of obviously a shitload of people, um, pretty much all of them had the same story that they found that fucking job like 
in newspapers and shit. Right. So most of them didn't have experience. One dude straight up said he lied. Yeah, I think they all Mul- Multiple people lied. Yeah. yeah well, the, the script- chick just said she didn't know what it was. That the dude said, yeah, I can handle said- a camera. Oh, and- that's right. She said she didn't right. know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've heard stories of people lying their way into a job and then figuring it out on the go. Uh, this is not the one to do that with. <laughs> no. I mean... I, I guess that's really guess the only way to get it made. I guess in some ways it, it could be, though, because it's like, I mean, anything else is going to be a cakewalk after that. That's true. Dealing yeah. with the, uh, the craziest, uh, ragey director mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like, I, I did Roar. You don't know what that is because it wasn't released, but right. I'll tell you about if, it. <laughs> if you're like on set of some James Cameron movie and everyone's like, woof, man, this is bad. You're like, ha! yeah. Ah. Look at this stitch. Yeah. These stitches back here. <laughs> so this is where I was absolutely mauled. Um, no, man, I can't. I just like I'm glad they finally released it. I'm least. glad I bought it. Uh, I'm really happy it's in my collection. Yeah, um, and I guess ultimately something good came Blu-ray. out of it. I think we talked about that earlier. Yeah, yeah we touched on that a bit. It looks, looks most of it looks fucking amazing. There's a few a, select yeah. shots where it looks like they were shot last week. Yeah, it, yeah. They really Especially that opening, restoring it. Mm-hmm. That opening looks amazing. Until you see like the people in their fashion, you're like, oh, this is like, uh, this is Planet Earth or something. Yeah, it's it's pretty phenomenal. Um, I'm talking just visual quality. The movie itself is not phenomenal, but I did. I really fucking like it. Um, I I do appreciate that. Like I had heard stories before we saw this and figured out its backstory. I had heard stories about people who would raise exotic animals, like in California specifically, mm-hmm. and then have no way to get rid of them. Um, so to find out that after the movie was re- was released, that Tippy Hendren started that reserve to bring in animals. Well, to your point, even worse than that, have you heard about like parts of Mexico where they've had wild animals and just released them? There's a legitimate. Oh no! There's a legitimate population of wild fucking tigers in Mexico. Okay. People just take them out there to get rid of them and just like get out, get out of my trailer. Just yeah. Dump, they just dump them off. Yeah, it's just fucking jungle creatures living wild there that are native to Africa. This crazy <sighs> animal rancher is probably in like Big Sur or somewhere in Southern California. Just have all these yeah people are nuts dude like i'd heard i'd heard stories about people who would like you know they owned like 20 giant pythons and then had to get rid of them fuck those people um so they'd be like you know you try to find a zoo that would take them but like <laughs> no. there's, there's only so many zoos you can give all these like animals to from hey, I crazy got, i got 20 pythons you want them <laughs> i'll give you two you'll fuck take that. four shoot um, all of them up into the space so at shoot least you started a reserve can you just leave me one so i can ring around my neck and around my shoulders and walk around the boardwalk and no you will die off. you know like those assholes i don't like it big muscly guys they got a cobra a python around their shoulders yeah um, so at least at least something good came out of the movie yeah yeah that's good Ow. um i think that uh the sci-fi channel and roger corman should just make a really cheap sequel like, you know, Sharknado style or something. It, it, why not at this point? Like, make up a backstory about how, um, you know, Noel Marshall's character, the scientist, right? Fucking. You'd have to do a CG, though. Hippie denim scientist. Um, well, if it's Sci Fi Channel, go all the way. Make him, like, the bad guy scientist, and now all these animals can talk. Well, I was going to say. Yeah, make like, it like he trained them to fucking kill people. Okay, that's good too. Go. I was gonna say he 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 was weaponize them, killed by them, and eaten by them. No, make him the evil like, yeah, the evil mad scientist. Make him like um, you know, Charles Lawton in Island of the Lost Souls or something, just whipping, just huge ego running through the forest, making like man animal creatures or something in a lab. <laughs> that could be assassins. Cool. He sends out your your lion assassins to go take <laughs> out your adversaries. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And just call the character Noel Marshall. Don't even hide it. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. And make sure he acts just as terrible. That that shrieking. You know, there's some people. There's voices that voices are really key to acting, and I didn't realize that until I saw this movie. This guy has a voice that's so like average Joe. It it's does so not belong. His inflections are strange. It's, yeah, it's like you've clearly never acted. Like there's a projection that has to be there that's not there. Right. Totally. Totally. He's just uh, like one, just those weird shrieks. They're just, uh. It, it, I know we generally associate bad acting with like reading lines as opposed to giving dialogue. Right, right. Uh, but or at yeah, least I do. But his his uh, yeah, his delivery of his of his lines, it's very just like normal guy on the street saying shit. 
Hey, Gary. Hey, don't <laughs> worry about it. They're just your friends. Oh. I didn't know that was going to happen. My bad. Hey, what the fuck was that? I, I was, I was going to try to play his voice out of the speakers, but I forgot it's going into the headphones. Well, that where, took where? like five years off my life. <laughs> yeah. Good God. Uh, <laughs> this movie has irreparably damaged me. <laughs> I'm not going to do that now. Yeah, Never please mind. don't. If you want to hear that, just, just, there's probably a video on YouTube. Or just of... look up a trailer. They'll have it in there. No, I was going to specifically want him talking to Gary. Oh. I'm going to see if it exists. There's Go a ahead, clip uh, on YouTube, actually, if you guys are curious. If you don't really want to watch the movie, I, I kind of believe you just want to watch a condensed version and see all the money shots. There's like a seven-minute montage of just all the animal attacks, um, which is, you know, it's all you need. Yeah. Except for the house destruction scene. That's really great. That's like a 15-minute short film, I think. Realistically, just do what you can to find it and watch the whole thing. It's great. Yeah. I think I mentioned in the first half of this that you can find the full thing. It's actually right here on YouTube. The quality is just not great. What about the third one down? Is that one? Oh, that's the one I tried. It's it's pretty pixely, but it's it's watchable. You could get the gist of it's, it. It's just it's not technically legal, so I don't really officially recommend that. But it exists. We're just saying it exists. That's all yeah. we're saying. Yeah, we're not I'm not you telling you to go click. Not on giving it. you any links. Not going to tell you the title of it. It's not called Roar 1981 720p Blu-ray X264 YTSAG. It's not been there for two years without being taken down. Yeah. I think it'd be safe. <laughs> Go watch it. It's good. Um, you guys have final thoughts? Um, I was not. I thought I was prepared for what I was going to see. I was not. Um, that was that was crazy. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's interesting to actually like like you hear about these things happening to these people but to watch it happening to the actual people in the movie as opposed to a recreation um i mean yeah they'll never be able to make something like this ever again no not even close i was just shocked at, i i initially thought it would be it, it would end up being kind of boring like it'd just be this really like it does have a really bland non-existent plot um but i thought it would i didn't know it would focus so much on the animal attack anarchy part. and stuff yeah which is just so uncontrolled it's not any there's no direction going on there's there's no control whatsoever so of course that's like uh that's really entertaining to watch i i do i got a question for you guys after watching the documentary does that sufficiently kind of draw the line between reality and fiction in the movie for you because i've got a pretty good idea of what was real and what wasn't now oh during and the, when we were watching to, the movie yeah and to my dismay most of it's fucking real yeah yeah yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> like even the no, attacks where people don't get hurt in the film, and someone like just getting attacked, like they actually had to have that lion fucking tackle you and pray it didn't murder you. Like mm -hmm. the the just one jumping on you and not clawing you and biting you, that thing probably weighs four hundred pounds. Four or five, yeah, easy. <laughs> You're gonna have bruises all over your body just from like it jumping and wrestling around with you. One of those just whacks with their paws. Yeah, it's like getting hit with a bat. Yeah. Yeah, even the moments in the movie that looked like fairly banal and controlled, like when they're at not attacking the house, when they're tearing the house apart. Yeah. <laughs> um, the actors kind of look a little spooked, uh, but not like there's any much danger to it. But still knowing that they were just like literally in the house, just like letting them do what they want and be like, just react. Yeah, honestly, I felt like they should have been more scared. And I think that's because they kind of grew up around these animals. Yeah, they that was. Weren't scared as they should no, be. No, the. No, but they were playing those. Okay, so they were playing those scenes for comedy, which is very evident from the soundtrack. During yeah, those scenes. Yeah, and like the goofy faces they were making of. Oh, there's a bunch of tigers now. That one stupid brother, Jerry. Every he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, the one that was fucking safe and left the safe space he was in to find his other brother and be not safe together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I can understand those parts because like they seem to be selling the comedy aspect of that, but. But then to know that literally they were just like, yeah. It's a safari comedy. I honestly have a theory, though. I'm going to try this out later, I think. Um, I think if you just change the music, uh -huh. changes the tone. Yeah, And I does. don't think that's comedy anymore. No, it, it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Because they have that. They it's almost cool have the uh, Looney I Tunes. I think I'm going to. <laughs> it's almost just Looney Tunes style music. Use. It's all doo -doo 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 -boom. Yeah, It's like yeah. fucking Scooby-Doo going like, through different doors and shit. Uh-huh. Bad, no, uh, you know, hammer on the head. Uh, but if you took if you music. took the soundtrack to something like 
Oh, fuck. I don't know. Like the way it is, it may as well be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's yakety sax. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, just take anything from any sort of horror movie where it's someone, the killer stalking its prey. Put it on top of that, and that's that's what it is. Yeah. Um, fucking frightening. That being said, the music is good. Like it's got surprisingly good music. The the opening song sounds like a, a modern song. I'm guessing there's some newer. They put a lot of new music in. Or just they might have. Uh, the songs he sang personally in the movie, <laughs> not that great. <laughs> what? We'll have to agree his, to disagree, sir. Come his, on, man. His, his own self written folk songs about living with wildlife he would he totally would and you know what i would expect him to yeah exactly <laughs> the, that that comes with the territory of this kind of human being um no info well it looks like we don't have any information on this page well oh well um yeah i'm i was also surprised just like anthony i was surprised by i assumed it would be one thing and then it was more affecting than i assumed it would be um i think it's worth it to seek it out yeah. yeah, I uh, obviously I really really enjoyed it. I'm also glad we all watched it at the same time. I'm also glad I watched it high as fuck. I was a little too high at first. It, it started so was I. It fucked with me really bad at first. <laughs> Did it make it like too real? Did it amplify the tension? I just a little bit. I just was just I. The movie's so unexpected. It really is like. You, you don't know what you're it's, getting into. Even us describing it right now, I guarantee you, whoever goes out and fucking watches this movie is going to think we're blowing a bunch of smoke up their ass. They're going to sit down and get the same experience we did. It's just, I, holy I, shit, what the fuck? I really thought it was going to be kind of like a dull, like... I thought it was going to be like, cheesy as fuck. Like, kind of like a, this this take on Swiss Family Robinson or something, and there's a couple of scenes where... There's like one or two scenes where a lion or a tiger does something crazy to a human, and it, you could barely even see it. Yeah, That's I thought really be, what I was expecting. I thought it'd be questionable and yeah. cheesy. And no, it's all that it says it is. Yeah. Take the roar challenge. Get roar somehow. Take a couple rips and see how far you can get in the movie. Yeah, yeah I recommend doing like a good, a solid two dabs. Why the fuck is that playing in my ears? Can I mute this? Ow. God damn it. I got to remember to mute that track before we start. <laughs> um, yeah. Because we did what? Like two pretty good sized dabs right before? Yeah, we got high. Yeah. We got high as fuck. It, it was intense. I, I, I recommend that. Tom? What's up? You recommending a movie? Oh, I thought you were going to ask if I Oh, no, it's my thing. turn. Oh, is it? Shit! Oh, I thought it was my turn. I thought it was Tom's turn. Is it your turn? I can't even. The last movie was. Was, was Duke of Burgundy, Duke and then of what Burgundy. was before that? Before that was. I'm pretty sure it's mine. It was Holy Motors. It was mine. Yeah, it's my turn. Okay, yeah, you're right. Was it was Holy Motors. West and then me. I was just excited about New World. Yeah, because Eric, because you did Eric the Viking. I did Holy Motors. You Fuck. did Duke of Burgundy. Fuck. I don't want to. I don't want to see what's on that list. What are we gonna do? <sighs> oh shit! I already got like my next five recommendations <clears throat> lined up anyway. I I sort of mentally have a okay. Few. I got a. I totally forgot that I had to suggest something, so I'm doing this on the spot right now. I know you guys haven't seen this yet. Wait, did you watch all of it? Oh, wait, hold on, I guess. This is not the show. Okay. Good, this is available. So I'm recommending a movie. What the fuck? This isn't the movie? This. Yeah, it is. Why is it showing me this bullshit? Uh... It's related information. No, it's not. It's not remotely related. Um... There's two movies and a show with this title. Yeah, so the movie I'm recommending is a remake. It's called Maniac, which is confusing because the TV show just came out. But it's a, like a horror thriller type movie starring Elijah Wood that came out. Fuck, this is the wrong Maniac, too. God damn it. I think it was 2014. I'm wholly unprepared here. 2012. Uh, that, fuck, I don't know a whole lot of information about this off the top of my head. Directed by Frank, I can't pronounce this guy. Calhoun. Yeah, that. He basically, I mean, he's he's a he's a. Uh, I, from what I remember from the original, is this the one where he's the piano player? No, no, I want to no, see okay. that though. Okay. That looks like a nice Hitchcock type. Movie. Yeah, um, that's what I was thinking of. Okay, so I haven't. So heard basically, this. he's like a an artist. I want to say he collects and photographs, or no, he could, like Man decorates mannequins and then like takes pictures of them. Um, but he's got this real nasty side to him where to decorate him i don't want to spoil too much but he gets into some weird shit okay um 
he his performance in this is awesome. I don't remember if it's most of or if it's the entire movie that shot POV. So the only if I, if I recall correctly, it's the whole thing. So you see him like there's some mirror shots that are really cool because kind of trippy to figure out how they did it. Um, in general, though, the movie's just got this really creepy tone and one of the greatest soundtracks I've ever heard. I would the the music's very that new retro wave kind of thing like Drive kind of started with and yeah. it's it's just as good. Okay. It's just less poppy, more creepy, almost almost a John Carpenter kind of thing. That's exactly what I was. Does this movie have a pretty pretty heavy on the gore? I imagine so. Yeah. Because yeah, there's a lot of gore in it. I, I, I like you said, this is a remake. I have seen the original. I'm guessing this is quite a bit different, um, just by the what I've heard and Elijah Wood replacing. Um, I can't remember the name of the actor in the original, but he's in The Godfather. Um, but that's a gruesome, grubby, like Forty Second Street, New York, early '80s. All right, you know what? The th- dingy slasher. Even this synopsis here already gives everything away. So. Well, it's a good thing I'm not reading it. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to because I think it'll be more fun without knowing that kind of stuff. But basically, he's kind of a shut-in recluse kind of guy, and he meets this girl, and they kind of have this little relationship kind of thing. It's. I'm trying to tell the line between details and giving it away. Giving something. I like the way you first sold it because that that was. A quick one sentence got me interested. Well, that's that's the easiest way to summarize it, I think. Like he's he's just a fucking creep. He's moving better creep. He's a maniac. There you go. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's one of Elijah Wood's like more recent like just uh, what do you what do you call it? Screenplay by Alexander Aja. That's interesting. Oh, okay. See, that's a good selling point for me. I like I like Aja. See, that's why I have you guys here because you know all that shit off the top of your head. I look at this. If I have anybody no idea who saw that well, Aja he... did the Hills Have Eyes remake. Boy, that's a, that's a tough. one. He did High Tension. He, he did he also... High High Tension, which and... I know you love. You got me onto that. I movie. like High Tension. Uh, I had a, I stopped liking it for a while, and then I rewatched it like a while back, and I was like, actually, I like this movie again. But Piranha 3D is also right. a lot of fun. That's um, the one you told me to watch that I haven't yet. Per... Yeah, Piranha 3D is is. Better than you might expect. It, yeah. it kind of like how we were talking about those uh, those later installments in the Chucky films, how they just go, <laughs> just kind of balls to the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what Piranha is. It has fun. It knows it's 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 self referential. It knows it's silly and it's incredibly gruesome. I think the downside to this is that I did have something in mind and I can't remember what the hell it was, but we're gonna go with this and it'll work out. Yeah, I I kind of um, wanted to see this. It is available in all the usual places for four bucks. It's on YouTube, iTunes, Google. Um, Apparently it's on Showtime. If you have Showtime, it's free on there. Um, Ten bucks on Amazon Prime for some reason. So if you you have Showtime, you can also watch it through Hulu. Yeah, this is true. I forget about that all the time. So that's how I will be watching it. Yeah. So that's that's the uh, movie for next episode. Maniac. That'll be episode 11. Holy shit. Yeah. Maniac from 2014. Maniac from 2012, dude. From 2012. Okay. Starring Elijah Wood. That should make it simple enough. Yeah. That it's not the new show on Amazon. Not Amazon. Fuck. I'm going to shut my mouth. We're going to end this episode. (laughs) Bye. Bye.